Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. In West Virginia, high school sports rule, and Metro News is where we talk about it. This is the High School Sports Line. Over the next two hours, we'll talk about what's happening in high school sports across the Mountain State. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Concord University. Hashtag, it starts with you. And by Comax Business Systems, your full-service Konica Minolta dealer. Now, here are your hosts for the High School Sports Line, Fred Persinger and Dave Jacklin. And along with, the, uh, <laughs> along with Joe Bricado, you have no idea what I was about to say. I was actually just thinking. I had no clue where that was going. I've got news for you. Neither did I. So that's why I just broke it off immediately. You were about to say Greg Carey. No, I was and not. And you were just, you know, had the wrong high school guru that uh, you were. I, I thought, I think Tita Green was in my mind for some reason, and I, I don't know why, but, okay. um, you know, that, that season's behind me. Yes, I tried to help. Uh, it, it didn't work, did it? No. <laughs> Much like Friday nights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, how are you, buddy? I know where I'm not Friday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know where you'd better be. Uh, good day today. Good week so far. I hope so. Yes, so far. Well, good. So, yeah, it's it's early. <laughs> it's right? Wednesday, but uh, yeah. Mr. Bricado, how you doing? Yeah, good evening, Fred. Uh, good evening to you. How's the what's the lineup for tomorrow? Who's uh, Travis doing play by play? Kyle Wiggs on play by play, oh. and I'll be doing uh, color commentary from West Union. And T not with you? Not for this one. He is for the next one, uh, Wheeling oh. Park in Morgantown, two weeks from now. Well, he just doesn't travel, does he? Um, not well. No. Well, he just says, hey. Well, Birchport's got a pretty big one with Robert C. Bird on Friday. So well, he's perhaps, not playing. Perhaps there's <laughs> added prep involved for, for that game. Trust me. He's done Bridgeport so long, he does not have to do prep. Trust me. He does not. All right. So tomorrow night, that is a big game. The reason I mention it, it is a really big game on uh, WVMetroNews.com, the Metro News channel. Uh, you can watch what I think is really Going to be a very, very good football game. Number two at number three, Ritchie County at Doddridge County. And uh, we'll talk about that ball game a little later on in the program as we do have Bobby Burnside, who's the head coach of the Doddridge County Bulldogs, going to be on with us. So we'll talk with him about that. We've got a big, big show coming up tonight. I mean, a heavy show. Paul Burdett of Roan County going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Billy Seals. We have not talked with Billy Seals this year. Huntington High's head coach, as I mentioned, Bobby Burnside from Doddridge County. Larry Thompson, very successful young coach last year for the Mount View Golden Knights. Now he's with Wyoming East. Nah, they're undefeated. Very su- successful coach. Rick Hott of Ritchie County who will be involved in that big game tomorrow night will be on with us in the second hour. John Carpenter 
from the Capitol Cougars. They have a rather big game coming up Friday night. Josh Sammons from Mingo Central. The head coach there, Zach Smith from Pendleton County. And we have two games to select a triple and double A game of the week. So busy, busy schedule, guys. Yep, and particularly with the matchup tomorrow night uh, with a great Route 50 rivalry. Looking forward. That's, that's clearly uh, the best matchup on the board in Class A. And uh, I'm interested to see where our picks will go for the uh, games of the week in AAA and AA because we've got some pretty good candidates. Yeah, you're right. I think we could go several different ways. Hard to believe. It really is. And I was doing some work, and I, I mentioned it in the commentary that I wrote this week uh, about uh, of the 114 teams uh, the way it's uh, kind of breaking down uh, as we approach the halfway point of the season. Total of those all, all three of those classes, 29 in AAA, 44 in AA, 41 in single A. We have a total of 12 teams that are undefeated amongst, amongst all those three classes and 20 teams that are still looking for that first win. Uh, so uh, it's uh, getting down to the uh, nitty-gritty in some. And, and I'll tell you another stat that really jumped out at me as we approach week number five this week. And for some teams, not the majority, but for some teams, it's the halfway point of the season. Of those 114 teams, 35 have at least three losses. So you're getting to the point where you can't, you can't lose. You just can't lose. We'll get into all of that throughout the course of the program. Right now, time to go to the phones. We welcome in our first guest this evening, good friend of mine, Paul Burdett, the head coach of Roan County. Paul, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Our pleasure, my man. I want to talk about, certainly, the Raiders getting back into football coming up this Friday night at home against Braxton County. And I think everyone knows around the state uh, about the tragic, tragic thing happening with Alex Miller and the youngster passing away a couple of weeks ago. Paul, I want to talk about, though, just quickly, and I, and I want you to have this platform just to tell folks around the state of West Virginia how great this state has been and how they have reached out to Roan County. Uh, Fred, it's been so humbling, uh, just the amount of uh, outpouring of love and support and people reaching out to us over the last two weeks. Uh, it, it's been amazing. Uh, we've, we've received cards uh, from all around the nation. Um, we've received uh, jerseys from, from uh, teams uh, throughout our state, uh, banners, uh, just so many things. I couldn't even begin to, to recollect everything that, that we have received in the last two weeks and how many phone calls or text messages or Facebook messages that I have received personally, uh, people just, you know, reaching out to us and, uh, you know, sending their condolences and just being very respectful to us, our program, and Alex's family. Coach, as you, as you talk about that, that outpouring that you've received, and obviously heading into kind of the, the second week since the tragic uh, events that occurred, you talk about the banners, you talk about the jerseys, the outpouring, uh, do you do you collect those? Does it go to the family? I mean, as that's coming in and remembering the young man, where do you take that from with Roan County football and the community moving forward? Uh, you know, some of it we keep with us. Some of us, some of it is going to Alex's family. Just you know, it really depends on that that way. Just uh, you know, some some of the things we received were uh, were sent to us in in care of for Alex's family, and some of them were uh, were sent to Roan County High School football. So, 
you know, we, we've tried to divvy it up and move it around as much as we could. And, we, you know, we have jerseys that were sent to us, and we're going to be able we're going to try to make a display of all that stuff that we've received uh, and, and do some type of display case or something in our, in our locker room uh, just, to, just to honor those people uh, for honoring Alex. Paul, obviously there, there's no playbook to, to follow in situations like this, but how did you go about when the time ultimately came to getting the team back on the practice field this week and getting ready for Friday's game against Braxton County? What were your words to the team when it was finally time to, to get back on the field and, and to start preparing for Friday? Well, you know, guys, we we were at that point uh, long before this week, I think. And I'm not saying ready to be back on the field uh, with X's and O's, but uh, you know, last Saturday night we got the guys together. Uh, you know, less than 24 hours after the, uh, you know, after everything had happened, and that was hard. It was hard to walk into the locker room uh, and see an empty chair, an empty locker, and, and knowing that you know one of our brothers and one of our sons was not there. But uh, we knew with our program, uh, you know, Rome County High School football program is built on love, and that's what I tell people all the time. You know, uh, we tell our guys that we love them every day, and, and they do the same, not only to us, but also to their teammates. And, uh, you know, love heals. And and so we were together on Saturday, and then we walked outside to a candlelight vigil for Alex, and that was, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, and then last week, you know, we had an open week, and, and that was, you know, very, uh, I don't know, it, it was it was the right time, and uh, uh, Monday, you know, we drew, we went to a Pizza Hut and ate as a team uh, because they were doing a uh, fundraiser for Alex's family, and uh, we ate as a team, and all the tips went to their family, and so we gave her tips. and And uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday last week, we just got together and played. Uh, you know, we went out on the field and we done competitions and and just had the guys together, and that was that was a huge deal uh, for us and for our guys just to be together and uh, to, to try to establish uh, some type of normalcy. And, and, and that's what we told the guys. You know, uh, it will never be the norm that we were used to, but we have to establish a new norm. And we, we've got to be able to move forward. And that's not moving forward for getting Alex. It's not moving forward without Alex. Uh, that, that's just us having to continue to live our lives daily and, and, and ultimately get back on the football field and, uh, you know, when we stepped back out on the field on Monday, uh, there wasn't any mention of it, to be honest with you. Uh, we, we'd already established that, and our guys, our guys were ready, I feel like. And, uh, you know, we've had a great week of practice so far, and uh, it's been enthusiastic and energetic. And uh, they, they seem like they're, they're happy to be back out there. There you go. That's uh, That, to me, Paul, is, is certainly one of the great, great things about – high school athletics in particular, a, a huge team sport like a football. You have each other to lean on. So it is time, certainly, that we do have to move on. And you said it so eloquently, not without Alex, not forgetting Alex, but life does have to go on, and that's just the way it is. So as you have prepared for this week of getting back out on the football field. You do have a home game. You get a Braxton County ball club coming in. I've got to believe uh, you're 2-1 and one now uh, on the season, and I've got to believe that uh, – actually, you're 1-1 one and because one that one game hasn't uh, taken place yet, so you're 1-1 one and one on the season. But I've got to believe that 
with the team speed, some of the speed you had on offense and defense coming into this season, uh, some All-State defenders and so on, you, you've got to believe you've got your program going in a right direction. And last year's 3-7 and seven was just something that's in the background now, and now it's time to move forward to that. Yeah, you know, our seniors right now were guys uh, that started, some started as freshmen, some started as sophomores. Uh, you know, our sophomore year, we were 0-10. Uh, and then, of course, last year, we, we got to move them back in the right direction at 3-7. and seven. And uh, this is a season we've looked forward to for four years now when those guys are freshmen. Uh, we knew that this could be a special year for us. And, uh, you know, we're excited. We've been excited about what we have. And, uh uh, you know, we do have some speed and, and uh, feel like we have uh, as many athletes on our team this year as we've ever had across the board. And our linemen are experienced. There's guys, there are guys that's been there. I mean, we replaced two guys on offense and two guys on defense from last year. So all of these guys coming back are experienced guys. Hey, coach, when I take a look back at the uh, the win this season, you open with the tough loss against St. Mary's, and you came back and, and you beat Lincoln County 39-22 back in the second week of the season. Uh, looking back at that game from a couple weeks ago, defensively, you had a 27-8 lead at the half, and you forced five turnovers. Is is that kind of what you've seen over the first couple weeks of the season, that that defense really came to play here in 2019, and, and will that continue, you expect, as the season goes along? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've made some changes on defense in the off season, uh, and um, we we changed up our scheme, and we're we're an attacking defense, uh, unlike in years past where uh, we've been a, just a base four three team and and just trying to uh, muscle people and not doing a lot of blitzing. But uh, this year, uh, we do we do move a lot and and we we blitz uh, quite often. And we want to attack when we want to cause turnovers. Uh, you know, in the offseason, we went back and looked at, at uh, our, our wins uh, in the last three seasons and, and how they coincided with the turnovers. Every game that we had won the turnover battle, we also won the game. And so uh, that's been a focus for us, our, our turnovers. And, uh, you know, we, we did a really good job against Lincoln County uh, getting turnovers and putting them in position. Uh, putting our offense in position to make plays, um, you know, and, and against Clay County, even in uh, the early going of the Clay County game, uh, we we forced uh, at least one, maybe two turnovers in that game in the first quarter. So, yes, that, that that's definitely something we're hanging our hat on, and it's something that our kids have bought into and are excited about doing. I, I really think that uh, they they really like our new defense and, and they enjoy the scheme that, that they're being put in. Paul, you're taking on a, a Braxton County team Friday that even though they are 0-4, they're coming off probably what is their, their best game, a narrow loss to East Fairmont 34-28. What is the scouting report on Braxton? What do you have to do well against them to have success on Friday? Uh, Braxton's got some really good athletes. And they uh, they try to spread it around as much as they can, and, and they get the wildcat formation. Uh, from what we've seen Friday night uh, against East Fairmont, that was their favorite formation, and that's what they – that's what they did to get themselves back in the game and, and continue to give these Fairmont problems. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to be able to contain the runners and we've got to be sure tacklers. They're, they're, they're bigger guys and, and they're very athletic. They run hard. Uh, you know, they just try to get their guys in space and let them, let them make plays, and they did a good job of it Friday night. 
All right, buddy. I'm going to let you go. Uh, I hope you know how much I appreciate uh, your time this evening for coming on with us. I wanted to give you a chance with this platform to tell folks around the state how much uh, the state of West Virginia means to everyone in Roan County. You did an excellent job and uh, certainly wish you the best of luck on Friday night, okay? All right, Fred. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Hey, Thanks, Coach. Paul Burdett of the Roan County Raiders. And, uh, boy, it'd be nice to see them get a win on uh, Friday night. But I, I, here's the great thing, guys. They're back to playing football. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, that team sport, boy, that's something you really, really need in a, in a horrible time uh, that they went through. You need somebody that you can just lean on. And that team, obviously, was leaning on each other. Yeah, and, and Joe hit it right on the head. There's no game plan no. or anything like this. But I also kind of listening to what Coach Burdett said about this Roan County program, no wins, three wins, kind of building towards this season. And and you know how it is, Fred. You said it's a team sport, and this is a team that has gotten better year after year trying to get back to Roan County Raider football. And so they're already kind of a close-knit group, if you will. And, and that – I want to say had to help, whatever the right phrase would be in a situation like this. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think uh, Coach Burdett said it best when he said, you know, the team basically it wasn't a situation where they came Monday and all of a sudden they were ready to play. They were ready to get back on the field prior to that. And, and uh, you know, under the most unfortunate of circumstances, uh, the best thing they can do is, is get back on the field. They'll do that on Friday. And uh, you know, looking forward to uh, what should be a great atmosphere there in Spencer. There you go. Need to take a break. We come back. We'll be joined by the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals, when we return on High School Sports Line. Stay with us. Coming to Morgantown this fall to watch the Mountaineers? Why not make Bridgeport your home base for every Mountaineer game day? Just down I-79 from Morgantown with an abundance of convenient lodging and fabulous local dining and shopping options. Bridgeport is the perfect spot to make game day a part of a fun and memorable weekend getaway. Learn more about all there is to do at greater-bridgeport.com. These days, if you want to get ahead, you have to have a college degree. But you don't have to go far from home. And you don't have to go to a big school where you're just a number. Check out Concord University. At Concord, you'll be welcomed by a caring staff. And you'll get the kind of attention you need with our small class sizes, highly qualified faculty, and rigorous programs. No matter what path you choose, let Concord prepare you for a successful career or to go on to a grad or professional school. Check us out at concord.edu. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. I have a passion for the environment. That's why I mountain bike. I love being in the woods, on near vertical trails. I relish the challenge when I can appreciate the best nature has to offer. So it was only natural that I would choose a career in the elements where I can make a difference. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. We monitor commercial vessels, making sure our ports and waterways are safe and clean from oil or other hazardous material. We patrol our fisheries and protect marine wildlife and their habitats. With all we do, it's about protecting America. This is a lot like mountain biking. It's always exciting to navigate through the next challenge. Were you born ready to protect America, our environment, our resources, our people? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. 
Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. From soccer to cross country, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back into High School Sports Line. It is a Wednesday evening, the 25th day of September, week number five of the high school football season coming up this weekend. 61 games in all, one tomorrow night, 57 on Friday night. Three games will be played on Saturday, 20 games in AAA, 20 games in AA, and 21 games in class single A, so about the same number of teams are having a bye week in week number five. And this is about the week where you figure most teams try to get that bye week. Uh, one team that is not on a bye week this week, and that would be the Huntington Highlanders. Head coach Billy Seals is joining us now. Billy, welcome in, buddy. Hey, Fred. How you guys tonight? Doing well, sir. Doing well. Let's talk about the Highlanders, 2-1 and one on the year. A tough, tough loss on the road a couple of weeks ago, 31-30 against GW. But then you bounced back against the Beckley team on the road last week and won that one 38-19. Talk to me about your ball club, Billy. As I, as I remember, I knew you had a lot of skilled people coming back. You, had to, you lost quite a bit up front, but you had some kids that could step in and replace that. Where's your ball club right now, buddy? Well, we're a really young football team. We're uh... – you know, seven new guys on the field for us, and uh, they may be a junior or senior in class, but they've never played for us on Friday night. So uh, just a really young team, um, getting better each week. And, uh, you know, we just can't seem to get out of our own way sometimes, which is, a, you know, a characteristic of a young football team. So we're working hard and trying to get better each week and uh, try to win Friday night and get to three to one. Yeah, Coach, I was going to ask you about that. Being a young team, really the game against Beckley last weekend, 38-19 yeah, was the final score. But, man, between the first half and the second half, a much different Huntington football team. Was that a little bit of those younger players kind of growing up in that halftime intermission and playing much better in the second half against Beckley? Yeah, I mean, we, um, we cut down penalties. We quit turning the ball over. We created three, uh, three or four turnovers in the second half. So we just played really good football in the second half and uh, proud of our kids for, you know, kind of struggling there for five quarters, really, six quarters, and, um, you know, kind of pulling out of it and scoring some points in the second half and creating some turnovers. So, uh, you know, we're just going to work in progress, but trying to get better each day. 
Coach, obviously Brockton Blair's meant a lot to you on the defensive side of the ball the last couple of years. He's got a larger role on offense now with your leading rusher at 317 yards. How is he handling that transition to taking on a greater role on the offensive side? Well, Brockton is, is a kid who has prepared himself this offseason for a heavy workload. Um, you know, he didn't really play a whole lot of offense in the last couple of years, but with um, with what we do on offense, we felt like we needed to get him in the backfield and get him the ball some, and and uh, he's really uh, flourished there on offense, and he still is good or better than he, what he's been on defense. Uh, I think he's probably got 30 or 40 tackles, interception. I think he's got four forced fumbles, a couple fumble recoveries. So he's his typical self on defense, and which I believe is, you know, he's, he's one of the better defensive players in the state. When you look at this ball club, Billy, uh, and, and I know, as, as I mentioned about that backfield, uh, you got a lot of skilled people back, whether, whether it's your quarterback or, you know, your, your speed back in Mitchell, your deep threat receiver in Jackson. Uh, all of those guys, have, have they stepped up to play like you thought they would through these first few games? They have. I mean, I think Diallo Mitchell has been really, really good. He's another kid who, who worked really hard this offseason, added about 15, 20 pounds of muscle, and uh, is, is a physical speed back, but also a really, really good linebacker. I think Tay Blackwell has been really good at quarterback, um, managing the offense, making good throws. And you know, Devin's a kid who's a junior, um, but unfortunately for us, uh, got hurt week one at Belfry, and we lost him for the year. So, really, this is only his fourth game this week of high school football. So, you know, again, just young guys that make, make good plays, and sometimes you wonder what the heck they're doing. Hey, Coach, in the, the win over Woodrow Wilson, tight end Eli Archer has a couple of touchdown catches for your ball club. Talk about the, uh, the connection that he's developing with Ty Blackwell at quarterback. Well, I think it's just those guys getting together um, – a little bit in the summer and throwing with each other. And Eli's got tremendous hands. He's got good size, high points to ball well, and uh, has played really well for us. Uh, but there has been a little bit of an adjustment period. And, um, you know, it's no knock on, on on where he came from, but it's just a different brand of football when you cross the river. And uh, I think it's taking a little adjustment time to the physicality and, and what we ask him to do, very similar to Bryce Damas two years ago when he came here from South Charleston. So little adjustment period, but he's getting better each week and uh, getting more comfortable. Joined by Huntington head coach Billy Seals. And, Coach, when we talked prior to the season, you said that uh, the MSAC is the SEC football of West Virginia. Have, from the first four weeks, have you kind of seen that, looking around at some of the other results so far in the conference? Well, you look at the conference, and anybody can beat anyone on any given night. And, um uh, you know, you look at a Hurricane, very good football team, and what are they, one and three? South Charleston, really good football team, one and three. Um, so our, our conference is very, very tough. You can look at some of the injuries that have piled up on teams, ourselves included. Uh, Cabell Midland, Spring Valley's got kids out. I mean, it's just there's no week that you can just kind of exhale and and relax a little bit um, because every week you got to be ready to play. And uh, no, no different this week. You look at South Charleston's three losses. They're at a Capitol High School, Johnson Central High School, and Spring Valley. So between those three teams, I think they have two losses. 
and one of those losses is a head-to-head between Capital and Johnson Central. So just just a tough, tough, brutal road. All right, let's continue talking about the Black Eagles. You have them this week at your place, uh, uh, Donnie Mays Ball Club. When you look at them, Coach, can you get past Alexander? I mean, he's a pretty good player. Well, they, you, you look at them, and, and they they look as good as anyone when they walk out on the field. They got great size. They got skilled guys out on the outside. I think the freshman quarterback's really, really good. I think defensively they got guys that can run to the ball, and it's just um, you know a really, really impressive football team when you look at them. So we're going to have to play really, really good football to win. A really deceiving record sounds like for the Black Eagles. They come in at one and three, but that—that's deceiving, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I mean they beat GW, who beat us. So when we talk to our kids about that today. That you—you you don't pay any attention to records. Um, and, and so you know, I think they're as—they're as good as anybody. I think they present some problems for us in all three phases of the game. And um, you know, we definitely got to make plays in space and and play uh, physical football. Coach, another word about your quarterback uh, and Tay Blackwell. You don't necessarily ask him to put the ball in the air 30 times a game, but you do ask a lot of him in both the throw game and the run game. What allows him to do both successfully? Well, he's a very smart football player. He uh, He's getting really, really good at reading the option. And so we've, you know, offensively, we went to triple option a little bit. and He's done a really nice job of making his reads. Uh, and has always been able to throw the football well. I mean, he's got a very strong arm, probably as strong as anybody I've ever coached. And uh, his decision-making is getting better. And, and really, he's he's the leader of our offense and uh, does a great job of taking command of the huddle. And, and our kids respect what he's done. You know, I know you take a lot of pride in the defensive side of the ball, Billy. Nobody scored on you in the first quarter. However, you've given up the most points of any quarter in the second. Any? Can you put your finger on that at all? No, I can't, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I just think you look at some of most of our scores that have occurred, it's, it's been a busted coverage um, or it's been a special team. We've given up basically three touchdowns this year because of special teams with a pump block uh, or a longer turn on kick return where they've got our got the ball inside the 10. So, you know, we just we just got to continue to get better and um, you know, I didn't know that stat, so I guess I got to be I got to be better in the second quarter. Hey, Coach, let's switch gears. Uh, Darnell Wright getting some playing time early in his uh, career at Tennessee. Did you ex- obviously expect him to go down there and to perform well, but did you expect him to, to crack into the lineup as quickly as he did? Well, I did, to be honest with you. Um, you know, very, really young football program. Um, I think everybody kind of understands how, how good Darnell is. And, um, you know, I, I think that he's just really worked hard and, and learned the scheme, and he's, he's physical. Um, and what we all got to remember, uh, he just turned 18 last month. So, um, you know, he's played well. Billy Ross has played really well at North Carolina. Uh, and we got, I think, about 15 kids right now playing college ball, and they, they've all had successful careers. Brandon Morrison's graduating this year. Ron Gatrell graduating this year. Um, so all those guys have, have made us proud and has, a, has had a great, college career 
Yeah, well, that's a great stat there, the number of kids that have gone on and, and done well in, in college. I'll let you go. Uh, the good news, though, you, you talked about uh, uh, Tennessee and everything. Uh, they're idle this week, so maybe maybe Jeremy can get something going with those guys. Well, I think they're minus – I think they're plus three right now. I'm sorry, on the spread against Open. So, um, <laughs> you know, still – Still, still love my balls, and um, you know they're going they're going to get better. And the young football team, I see a lot of similarities between them and us. To be honest with you, as far as youth and inexperience, but uh, you know I got to win on Friday night. That's all I concern myself with. Yes, I started to say good news is you got a better record right now, so just just keep going that way. All right, buddy. All right, best of luck yes, against South Charleston. Uh, we'll be watching the score come in on game night. Okay. Hey, guys, thanks for having me, and thank you for what you guys do for high school football. We appreciate you, my friend. That's Billy Seals, the head football coach of the Huntington Highlanders. And uh, I I think he brought up a very good point. You better not look past South Charleston. I don't care what their record is. Uh, Donnie Mays, this was a year that uh, he knew they were going to be decent. And when you look at that competition they've played, you can understand why they're one and three. Yeah, and, there, and there's going to be playoff spots up for grabs for teams that may not necessarily have great records. I mean, you look at this week's SSAC ranking, South Charleston's in there uh, right now with a 1-3 and three record uh, as the number 16 team. Obviously, there's a long way to go, and teams can you know certainly play their way up or down, but there's going to be spots at the bottom end of uh, Class AAA for teams that don't necessarily sport great records. Yeah, but you know when you're taking a look at that, at 1-3, and three, they do not want to drop to 1-4. and four. And when you look at their schedule, and you talk about 5-5, five and 4-6, five, and six, maybe getting you into the AAA, field definitely five and five they finish at home against Cabell Midland and I'm sure a long way to not making that game have to necessarily be a playoff berth game for South Charleston a lot of that has to do really in this coming weekend against Huntington with the games they have coming up after this yeah they still have hurricane left as well so uh it's uh they you know you talk about it all the time and a lot of folks don't like to hear it but facts are facts that illness they see is a very, very tough league, and uh, they beat up on each other. Simple enough. And we need to take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by the head coach of an undefeated ball club that will be our Chick-fil-A Class Single-A Game of the Week tomorrow night. Bobby Burnside from Doddridge County joins us after this on High School Sports Line. It starts with an idea, your idea for a school, an office, a medical complex, or other building. When it's time for that idea to become a reality, count on ZMM architects and engineers. They listen, they respond, they think creatively to bring your vision to life and deliver quality client-focused design solutions, just as they have across the Mountain State for almost 60 years, online at ZMM.com. ZMM Architects and Engineers, committed to sustainability and design quality. In West Virginia, most high school students don't drink alcohol in a typical month, and most never misuse prescription drugs. One reason is because most West Virginia parents are engaged. They talk about the dangers of alcohol and drugs, establish clear guidelines, and limit access. In West Virginia, it's who we are. To learn more, visit wrwv.org. Supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. CSAP and West Virginia DHHR, Bureau for Behavioral Health and Health Facilities. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. 
By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer. Because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer. And not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit lungcancerprofiles.com to learn more. That's lungcancerprofiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. The Sports Talk continues on the High School Sports Line from Metro News. Welcome back into the program on this Wednesday night, September the 25th. The Doddridge County Bulldogs are undefeated at 3-0, ranked number three in this week's SSAC rankings. Tomorrow night they will welcome Ritchie County. They are also 3-0, ranked number two in the SSAC rankings. We're joined right now by head coach Bobby Burnside of the Bulldogs of Doddridge County. Bobby, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. Yes, sir. All right, let's talk about your ball club, uh, 3-0 and on the season. And, man, there's two things that jump out at me when I look at what you've done so far this year. Number one is offense, and number 1A is defense. That's how you stay undefeated, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you know, we're off to a good start, but uh, like every coach and every team, there's lots of areas you want to improve on each week. Hey, Coach, you had last week off, and so you kind of talk about that. As a coach, some areas you want to kind of get in there and get your hands on early part of the year. How was the off week? You knocked off Calhoun County back on September 13th, 65 to nothing. You get the week off, and we'll talk more about Ritchie County here in a little bit. But uh, how was the off week? Were you able to get back in there and work on some things after the first three games? Absolutely. Um, first of all, the bye week just came at a real good time for us as far as, you know, trying to get healthy and keep people healthy like like every coach especially single way but every every school regardless of class so that by week week four eh, that might be a little early but this year it hit perfect and you know while we're resting certain people we're getting other areas you know prepped up and uh, you know just trying to trying to improve and get better as a team 
Coach, deservedly so, Hunter America has gotten a lot of attention over the last couple of years for the numbers that he's been able to put up, but he wasn't able to play in the last game, and you had a guy in Reese Burnside uh, that's averaging almost 10 yards a rush. He's got six touchdowns. How impressed are you with the way that he's been able to handle a greater role so far this season? I mean, he's he's stepped in and done a nice job. I mean, some of the things he's done are – you know, centered around teams keying on Hunter, and we've been able to take advantage of that. Um, the last game, you know, he stepped into the starting tailback role, and he did what was asked of him. And sophomore Dylan Knight also, he he scored three touchdowns from a running back position, and and then our of course Griffin Devich had a huge night at, at receiver. Talking with head coach Bobby Burnside of Doddridge County, we talked about the offense, we talked about Hunter America, we talked about the defense. You're outscoring. Uh, your first three teams, 156 to 34. You also have to have a pretty good special teams, and you got a pretty good kicker in junior DJ Devaney, don't you? Yeah, we do. I mean, DJ, he has he is perfect on the season on extra points, and we haven't attempted a field goal. But you know, that's an area that <laughs> you you mentioned offense, defense in that third phase of special teams, and he's been real solid for us, um, Coach Ross. The Special teams coordinator does a nice job, and you know we special teams can they can win and lose a game as well, just like we have the two phases. Hey, coach, coming off coming off of the success of last season, and everybody kind of looking at Hunter America coming back uh, uh, this year as well. As a coaching staff, how did you manage, or how are you managing the expectations that people have for your ball club this year? Listen, it's great. You know, we have a new stadium. Um, we come off arguably one of the best seasons, definitely one of the best seasons in our school's history. Um, the most wins in LKC title, but right off the bat, we said, you know, last season's over. We won't win a single game this year based on what we did last year. So the key for us, and it's kind of our season theme is, is work, put the work in, make this season special. And so far the young men have, have worked real hard. The coaches have worked real hard. And you now we're just trying to get better. You mentioned the uh, brand-new stadium, and obviously uh, it'll get a great showcase tomorrow night. Uh, I had a chance to check it out yesterday, and I, it's extremely impressive. When you go out there to practice on a daily basis, has the novelty worn off yet of what you have there? Guys, I'm just telling you, we are very blessed here in Dodgers County. I mean, we not only have you know some, some good tax revenue, all the people in Dodgers County, you know, they support our schools through a levy. Um, they support the young people and just the facilities we have. You know, last year in our high school, we had less than 300 kids. And I think we're a little above 300 now. And just, you know, I, the word is blessed. I mean, it's no, every day we go out to practice and we're like, how this is unbelievable that we have this facility. You know, you, you were doing a, I mean, you and your coaching staff really doing a tremendous job there as well, Bob. I mean, you've, uh, if you look at it, the last three years, year 26 and 8, and that's not counting the 3-0 and start to this year. So I know it's been a while since Doddridge County won a state football championship. You have to go all the way back to the 30s. But still, you've got this program headed in that right direction. You know that? Hey, I appreciate you saying that. We're just like the young men. We're you know we're working hard, trying in the off season to get better. I mean, last year was great. It was bittersweet to make it so close and then you know lose to such a good team. But uh, we're working hard. I mean, 
we would love, you know, to have that opportunity. But uh, right now, our focus is on tomorrow night in a very good Ritchie County team. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that next, Coach. Ritchie County is the opponent uh, <laughs> tomorrow night. Garrett Owens, a week ago against St. Mary's, rushed for over 160 yards in the Rebels' 30-point home win over St. Mary's. And tell me what you're seeing in Ritchie County coming in, a good quarterback, and uh, and Garrett Owens can really run the football. Yeah, first of all, Coach Hawk, he's done a tremendous job. I mean, his second year, last year, taking the playoffs in his first year, and then, you know, the start that they have this year, we were able to watch them last week because it was our bye week, and they were impressive. The, the young man you mentioned, Garrett Owens, he runs hard. He breaks lots of tackles. And then they have another speedy running back. And, and the freshman quarterback, you know, he's he's selling his fakes. He's, he's, he's doing what's asked of him. It's, uh, I mean, they're impressive. What makes Ritchie County, Doddridge County, rivalry matchups special not you know not just in football but you've seen it you know track competitions as well i mean it goes throughout everything yeah i mean the schools are very close and i mean a lot of the guys are i mean you know they're friends somewhat and rivals somewhat and you know they see each other a lot because you know we compete in so many different sports and you know there's some years that maybe the school maybe the teams aren't doing as well as they are this year and it's still a huge game it just so happens this year both schools are undefeated and off to a great start and both coming off playoff appearances from last year. So, you know, along with the traditional rivalry, it's it's a little extra special this year. Yeah, no question about that. And, and you know, something else that we, we were talking about, the offense and everything and the fact that Richie put 32 points on St. Mary's, but you got to look at the fact that St. Mary's only scored a safety against them. So uh, that defense did not give up a point last week. You see anything on that defensive side of the ball that the Rebels are doing special? I just think they're they're hustling. They're fast. You know, they're flying around. And, you know, that was impressive, 32-2. to two. And, uh, you know, I think that if you look at all their scores, they're putting up lots of points. They're playing good defense. You know, they're a very good ball club. You talked a little bit about, about uh, Garrett Owens for Ritchie County and what he'll bring against your football team tomorrow night. But two weeks ago, you faced Mark Rucker at Tyler Consolidated. Similarities between Rucker and uh, and Owens' games that kind of gives you a little bit of a preview for tomorrow night? Well, I mean, I think they're different types of backs, but they're both very good. You know, um, Mark Rucker has, he has really good speed, and, you know, he breaks a lot of tackles as well. Um, I think Owens is kind of playing in that split back from a fullback spot, but he has just been a workhorse uh, for Ritchie County. Getting back to your defense, Coach, you had a guy last year in Austin Kelly as a junior average over 11 tackles a game. He finishes the year with 148. He's your leading tackler again. He's up to 13 a game this year. What allows him to be in the best positions at all times to make plays? Austin has very good football IQ and a great nose for the football. You know, then you combine that with the fact he's a great tackler. He just hustles all over the field. Uh, he's a key cog in that defense, and, you know, he'll be a very important part of the puzzle for tomorrow night. All right, my friend, I know you're excited about it. It's a, a statewide broadcast tomorrow night on the Metro News uh, Television Network, and uh, Richie County coming in, 2-3-0 and o team. Should be a great ball game. Best of luck, and we appreciate your time tonight, okay? Hey, guys, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming down and giving our school some coverage, and 
Uh, again, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Well, it's uh, why you said it, though, uh, Joe. It, it's a showplace, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Very, very impressive facility. Uh, like I said, the baseball field still under construction, but the softball field is complete. And, uh, you know, you'll see it taking a look at the broadcast tomorrow. That field is uh, uh, just very, very impressive. And in the, in the surrounding field house that's there with the, uh, the boxes for people to view the game from, a very, very nice facility. You know, it's obvious uh, when I look at this uh, class single A matchups and things throughout the week number five there's three undefeated teams in class single a pendleton county ritchie county doddridge county obviously having county at the end of your name's pretty good <laughs> i mean that's midland trail county we'll try that how's that hey we need to take a break come back a couple of coaches coming up in the next break larry thompson of wyoming east and rick hot of ritchie county we'll get his thoughts on that big matchup coming up tomorrow night as well stay with us the program High School Sports Line, we're back in a moment. Saturday, September 28th, head to Marlinton, West Virginia to experience a wild and wacky West Virginia roadkill cook-off. Chefs from around the Mid-Atlantic face off to make the best dish using vittles It could be roadkill. It's not real roadkill. Browse the unique vendors at the Autumn Harvest Festival while enjoying music from Appalachian Bluegrass Forefather at the Hammonds Family Musical Celebration. The Mountain Nature Center will host the Cranberry Shindig Sunday, September 29th with Appalachia's most talented artist. It's happening here. Nature's Mountain Playground, Pocahontas County, West Virginia. I'm Joe White, Executive Director of the West Virginia School Service Personnel Association. Our members are the backbone of the education system. We have been serving West Virginia since 1965. Over 8,000 members strong with locals in all 55 counties and our state employee affiliates. WVSSPA, bigger, better, stronger, always a strong voice and the right choice. Join our family today. Go to WVSSPA.org for more information. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Our country's recession has taken its toll on almost everyone, but it's been much tougher on those who are already barely surviving in one of the poorest regions of America. For more than 40 years, Appalachia Service Project has been sharing the love of Christ with thousands of poor and desperate families in Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia. We uh, didn't have any toiletries or any shampoo or anything, and it was real hard trying to, you know, deal with everything. No one if you go have anything. Won't you help today? You can bring joy by giving a family the gift of a new roof or insulation to keep children warm, indoor plumbing, even electricity, and so much more. Please give a financial gift of any amount today by contacting Appalachia Service Project at ASPHome.org. That's ASPHome.org. Or call 1-866-998-3907. Whether I'm training for a marathon, kickboxing, or lifting, I train to add muscle and build my inner strength. I'm always working to increase my reps and beat my own best time. I am proud that I was born this way, driven. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. You can find me on a Coast Guard cutter, along with my shipmates, who are a lot like me, driven and committed to our country and the safety of our citizens. We collect maritime intelligence. We catch drug smugglers approaching our coasts. And we're ready to respond to emergency calls from vessels in distress. 24-7, no matter our mission, we expect the very best from each other. 
We were born for this. We were born for the Coast Guard. Were you born ready for the Coast Guard? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. Metro News, your source for high school sports in West Virginia. Welcome back in. We approach hour number two of the program tonight, 756 on this Wednesday evening, September the 25th. We turn our attention now to some Class AA football, the Wyoming East Warriors, off to a tremendous start. And brand-new head coach Larry Thompson joins us. Larry, welcome in, buddy. Thank you, Fred. Thanks for having me on the show tonight. Yes, sir. Our pleasure. Believe me, let's talk about this ball club this season. Uh, coming off, of course, you were not the head coach there last year. You had a great season at Mount View last year. You're now the new head coach at Wyoming East, a ball club that was 2-8 and eight last year, but returns quite a bit of talent. Talk about this talented team that you have to work with right now. Well, these gentlemen, they've been putting in the work since I've been there last spring. You know, uh, we have a great senior class. Those kids showed up every day to work. They led the right way. They did everything I asked them. You know, and as a new head coach, new program, that's exactly what you look for right off the bat. Kids that are going to lead, kids that you ask to do. And that's exactly what I have to start all the way up until now. Hey, Coach, you're, as Fred mentioned, off to this great 3-0 and start, wins over Westside, and a big emotional road win, 22-18 over Nicholas County, and then you follow that up with a five-point win on the road at Oak Hill. Talk about the last two games out, a four-point win at Nicholas County and a five-point win at Oak Hill. Those are impressive wins for your ball club. Well, both programs are very impressive programs, you know, especially Nicholas County, who's been making a run at the playoffs, you know, the past nine, ten years. You know, I know Coach Dean that way, uh, over that way, does a good job with those kids. And I knew going in, Nicholas County was going to be a tough one for us, you know. And I told those kids it's going to be a ball game where you got a battle start to finish. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. A couple of unfortunate events for Nicholas County, you know, kind of uh, played to our favor. But, you know, we took advantage of, of our opportunities, you know, and we kept the loss. That's exactly what happened at Nicholas. You know, those kids battled all night. We had the kids step up and play huge on both sides of the ball. You know, and that got us over the top. Uh, but that was a great road win for us. You know, that was a battle test early. And, and that's exactly what you want in the team. You want to be battle-tested early, and you want to be successful early, and that's exactly what's happening. This past week at Oak Hill, despite their record, you know, that, that's a tough ball club. And like I said, I know they're 0-3, but going in, you know, I was telling my coaches back in the boys, like, you know, they're going to give us their best game, and that's exactly what they did. You know, they, uh, they played all night. They, they made some great plays offensively and defensively, and, you know, we made too many mistakes. We were playing lazy, and, you know, we got caught up. And, you know, unfortunately or fortunately for us, um, a couple of seniors at the end, they make some big plays for us, and it, and it paid off. You mentioned big plays, and obviously you got one in your final offensive play, a touchdown from Seth Ross to Jacob Bishop with 1.2 seconds left. How often do you practice that play, and is that a gotta-have-it play in just situations like that? Well, I mean, that's just routine. Um, you know, we do all time and every day, you know, Seth and, and, and all of the receivers, you know, they do everything at a game speed, and you know, right there, you, you kind of need a little bit of luck and a little bit of skill. And uh, so, like, we had both. You know, I did a really good job of getting the ball, you know, getting it to the referee so we can make sure we had at least two or three seconds on the clock before we snapped the ball. And, you know, he put the ball up perfect positioning for our receiver to go up and make a play. Jacob Bishop's a big body kid. You know, he's a basketball guy. He, he's been in that same situation, you know, a few times. And, you know, I knew they had a comfortable connection. And, 
you know, I had all my trust in the world in those kids, and they went out there and they did it. Talking with head coach Larry Thompson of the Wyoming East Warriors, we, we talked about that senior quarterback, Seth Roth, and that senior wideout and tight end, Jacob Bishop, but you got some muscle running that football in Caleb Bauer, too. Yes, sir. That kid is he's a stud. You know, he, uh, he puts the time in on and off the field. And um, I knew last year, you know, just seeing his work ethic in the weight room, you know, he, he'd beat me up there. You know, I like to be at least an hour early there. You know, he'd be up there waiting on me to get the weight room and get in early. So, you know, that kid, he, he puts the work in, he puts the time in. He's very humble, very respectful, and he's a hardworking young man. And couldn't ask for a better running back. And what's that say to a first-year head coach? You know, you're trying to get to the weight room, trying to beat everybody there, and, and he's beating you there. As a first-year head coach, you have to love that. Love it. You know, and love it. And what's crazy, he's not the only one. You know, there's a few of them that are like that as well. You know, Alex Ball's like that. Josh Raleigh, my center's like that. You know, we got a great work ethic, you know, um, and, and those kids, it's, it's contagious. You know, so those older guys, they, they do that very, uh, every day. And often, you know, those younger guys have no choice but to, to, to fall in line and follow suit. You know, and, you know, like you said, as a young uh, new head coach at this new program, you know, you, you expect kids to come in and, and work for you at a high level. And these kids have been doing that for so long. You know, it, it kind of made my job a lot easier. Joined by Wyoming East head coach Larry Thompson. Larry, you come into the program in your first season. You've already won more games than they won uh, the previous year uh, out to a 3-0 and start. How did you establish culture early, and what were some of the fundamental values you tried to instill in your guys throughout the offseason getting ready for September? Well, first of all, I mean, this is a great community. You know, they go to a great school. You know, so discipline is already instilled in every last one of those young men. You know, they all come from good homes. And, again, it makes my life a lot easier. Kudos to the parents and to the faculty and staff at the school because those young men they they, they they listen, you know, and that's what you need in high school kids. You need them to listen and to buy in, you know, and, and consistency from my end and my from my coaching staff, you know, put that, those together and you kinda of have a deadly combination, you know. And uh, coming from a military background, I'm extremely disciplined, I'm extremely organized, you know, and the young men they, they feed off of that, you know, and I, I treat them the same exact way. So in every little thing they do, you know, I just question everything, hold them accountable and you know, it's just a good system for us. And these kids understand that, you know, organization, hard work, and never going to get lunch pail every day is going to get the job done. And win or lose, if they play with complete effort and, and with heart every single play, that's all I ask of those young men. And for the last three weeks, that's exactly what we've been doing, you know. And we're going to take it week by week, do the same thing this Friday against James Burrow. Play hard all night and, you know, take it play by play. Well, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. You're going to take it week by week because um... – you're going to have heart failure if you look at that schedule coming up for you. I mean, you've got a tough opponent in James Monroe tomorrow night at your place. Uh, they lost their first game to a triple-A team. They've since won two in a row. And then I don't have to tell you that, Larry, but, I mean, then you, you've got – you're looking down that schedule. you got Shady Springs still left, and, and Vince Kulisertu is doing a great job. You got right now uh, a man hillbilly ball club that is very very impressive. Uh, the you got Independence and John Lilly's doing a great job with that team. And then the last game of the season, you got what is right now an undefeated team in Liberty Raleigh. So uh, yeah, it uh, it doesn't get any easier, buddy. Yeah, but that's that's what I coach for. You know, uh, I'm here to prove myself. I'm here to prove that these kids are worth it. These kids can play ball at a high level. And you know, I love the fact that we have some very tenured teams and tenured coaches on the staff on the schedule. You know. Makes me excited. Uh, let me test my, my abilities and my kids' abilities. You know, get some of the state's best here in Southern West Virginia. So I know I know it's tough, it's pretty tough down the road. But like I said, we're gonna take it week by week. You know, we're gonna game plan 
accordingly and don't show up or don't play ball every Friday. There you go. Well, best of luck to you come Friday night, buddy, as uh, they got the Mavericks coming into town, and uh, we'll be watching the score on game night, okay? Yes, sir, Fred. I appreciate it. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate you, buddy. That's Larry Thompson, the head coach of those Wyoming East Warriors. We turn our attention right now to the head coach of the Rebels of Ritchie County. Much like Doddridge County and Wyoming East, the Rebels are also undefeated. Big game coming up tomorrow night. We'll talk about that. Uh, Rick, welcome in, buddy. Hey, good evening, guys. Good yes. to be on. Well, good to have you. Uh, I know your preparations have been made, uh, as they say. Uh, and I've heard this a couple of times. I know, Dave, you've heard it, too. The hay is in the barn, so to speak, for tomorrow night's game. I may, what? I may have used that at time, too. <laughs> Maybe that's where I heard it. Uh, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, I knew somebody said that uh, on game night. But, uh, well, if the hay is in the barn, uh, how many bales you got in there, buddy? Oh, boy, we hope we got enough. You're right. <laughs> i tell you what, that's going to be a heck of a ball game. Let's talk about your team first, though, before we talk about that game coming up tomorrow night. Last Friday, I thought that was about as an impressive performance as we've seen around the state and holding a very good St. Mary's team. Uh, you, you gave up a safety. That's it. Uh, that defense was working last Friday night, buddy. Yeah, and Coach McCullough uh, runs our defense, and uh, it's you can just see them steadily improving week from week, and and they really they pitched a shutout the other night, played really well. You know, you're exactly right, Coach. 20 points against Tyler week one, 13 to Parkersburg Catholic, and really shutting down a, a really good Crusaders offense, then two points last weekend, so 20, then 13, and then two. And when we talked last Friday after the game, you made a very good point. A lot of the success of this 3-0 Ritchie County football team, it all started back in August, didn't it? Getting ready for this season, the kids coming in and working hard early on. It did, and, and I, you know, I might even go back a little bit further with the success of us for the first time in a long time of making the playoffs and us getting a little bit of a taste of what that's like. And then we carry that over, and our June camp was early this year. So we did some stuff, but we were really good in the weight room, and, and it just kind of continued, like you say, right into August. Biggest challenge of having a freshman quarterback, obviously he's a fine young man and Ethan Hot. but what's the biggest challenge that uh, you have when you uh, have a, a freshman starting at the varsity level? I think patience. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, He's doing a really good job. I mean, I think he threw his first pick the other night, and it ended up being like a 30-yard punt because it was a long pass that we got him down. But uh, he's always stepped in and done a really good job of executing the offense and getting guys the ball that can make plays for us. And he is learning on the job. But uh, each week you can see the, the growth that he's making. And so I, I think if he keeps progressing, you know, by the end of the year, I don't think people are going to be calling me a freshman any longer. You know, we talk about the offense a lot uh, or the defense and what you did last week. But uh, And when you were on game night last week, uh, you put some pretty good figures out there for what Garrett Owens did for you last week. It's kind of nice to have a backfield behind that freshman quarterback than get the job done, buddy. Yeah, well, we feel like we got two really good backs in, in Garrett and Trey Moss that we can give the ball to. and and not wear those guys out. Uh, I try to give each of them pretty much equal carries. And then I got 
two wings that we're trying to get more and more into the uh, offensive tack and Caden Procasina and Graydon McKinney. And they've got really good speed and can catch the ball well. And I've got a split end who's done some really great things for us. He's had a pick six the Tyler game. He's run a kickoff back for us and had a touchdown pass for us the other night in Gus Morrison. So we like to think that, uh, you know, if we can get all those guys going, that we're going to be hard to defend. First three games of the season were all at home. First time you're going on the roads tomorrow night against Doddridge County. And I know Joe asked you about the uh, the uh, stresses of a young freshman quarterback and the patience, as you said, Coach, that you have to kind of have. But, but now you're taking this uh, freshman quarterback and this team on the road for the first time. A different set of challenges coming up tomorrow night. Yeah, and the, the first one I addressed tonight after practice, I had to remind them that they better dig out their white game jersey. I was afraid someone would still take their blue one. <laughs> Rick, looking at uh, what Dodgers County does but, but, in the – sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, but you know, you are right. It's the first time we're on the road, but it is a close trip. And um, we, on our bye week, I got as many kids as I could new stadium, I said, hey, listen, let's go up and watch Dodgers play, get our kids in the stadium so they kind of get a feel for it before we step in there and what's going to be a really, I think, packed house tomorrow night. It should be a packed house at uh, the new Klein-Stansburg Stadium, no doubt. And uh, with the biggest challenges in defending Dodgers County, they're, they're similar to you in the sense that they're a very run-heavy team. Uh, how do you slow down their run game that is, at least for this year, relying on multiple backs? Yeah, um, and you know that's the question we get about Doddridge all the time because uh, no one's really shown that they can slow them down yet. And You know, we're going to do some different things and try to get kids to the ball, but uh, I think it's just the same fundamental stuff. Can you get to the ball and, and can you fundamentally tackle uh, their backs because they they are very good in their run schemes of getting uh, their – they're talented players in space. We're talking with head coach Rick Hot of those Ritchie County Rebels. They play tomorrow night on the road against Doddridge County. Rick, uh, you're 3-0. Doddridge County's 3-0. and And we were talking with Bobby Burnside earlier. Uh, his team has outscored their first three opponents 156-34. to But you've outscored your first three opponents 140-35. to do you see a lot of similarities between your team and Coach Burnside's team? I think we both have uh, been very good at jumping out to quick leads for the most part and uh, and then just kind of settling in and taking care of the game from there. So, you know, it kind of makes you lead you to believe that tomorrow night may be a huge shootout, but sometimes, you know, you get to thinking that and it goes the other way, so – we just got to be prepared for whichever, whichever, whatever we're faced with tomorrow night. You know, and Joe was asking you a little bit about Hunter America and Doddridge County, but but it's not like you guys haven't through the first three games faced good running backs on the opposing ball clubs. Jeb Boyce at Parkersburg Catholic, Mark Rucker at Tyler Consolidated. Hunter America is very very talented, obviously, but but your ball club has seen some good running backs this year, and you'll be prepared for that, won't you? Yeah, and I've, I mentioned earlier, you know. Uh, Parkersburg carries us in a pigskin preview, and all three of those backs was on the front cover this year. And so already this season we're going to face the third one. But I mentioned I believe each of them, each one of those backs, have a little bit different type of characteristic running style. And, and so 
I, I would. I, I don't think we um, stopped Mark Rucker in week one. We just slowed him down a little bit, and and Jeb Boyce was a good hard runner too. But and this is the this is the third test for us. But he had an awful lot of success against us last year, and we got our hands uh, full to try to contain him tomorrow night. Rick, there were some lean years in the program before you arrived as head coach, and I know you're not going to take any credit for the 10-4 and record that's there since you arrived, but what's it like to see the bounce from the kids and, and to see their confidence grow as you guys continue to have success? Um, I, I, I tell you, this week, last week also, kids are really upbeat. I, I, they're so wired at times that you think, boy, are they listening to anything at all? Because they are in a really good place right now and have been all season. So um, sometimes it doesn't seem like they're paying attention to the details, but it seems like we show up on Friday night and they're always taking care of business and doing what they need to do. So they're really enjoying playing the game of football right now. Yeah, that's indicative of the record too, Rick. And, I mean, it's been, what, six six years, I guess, since – uh, Richie County made the playoffs, but I've got to believe after last year and now starting out this year so strong that your kids are starting to believe that, hey, we keep playing the way we are, we keep listening the way we are, stay focused, and maybe, just maybe, we get to the playoffs this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and that's one of the goals we've talked about. And kids, start, kids were talking about uh, the success that they were – wanting to have this season back in July when we were in the weight room. So it is a really focused group from that aspect of it. You know, you talk about the kids being wired. It's a short week going from Friday to Thursday. So you can't fault the energy, can you, getting ready to go? Oh, you're right. Um, I would rather have them this way than, you know, real quiet and worrying about stuff. But um, I, I, I do think we're in a good place right now because of the energy. Well, there you go. That's then. That's some good news. That really is. Well, you you made it to the first round last year. Uh, who knows what's going to happen this year? But the only game that's important is the one coming up tomorrow night. Uh, and again, it's going to be on the Metro News Channel, Metro News Television, wvmetronews.com. Log on, and and we'll have it there for you. And three D. I mean, not three D, but <laughs> HD. Could be three D. I've seen Joe prepare before. Uh, HD <laughs> coverage, but. Uh, Rick, I think, like you mentioned, um, that brand-new stadium there, it's going to be packed, and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of Rebel fans there with you. Just the weather's supposed to be great. should be a great atmosphere for a high school football game tomorrow night. Yeah, the way they're talking about it, I mean, I'm glad I'm on the bus because I think if I didn't and I was a little late, I'd had to park Pensburg and walk the rest way up. That's good news, though, buddy. That's real good news. Hey, best of luck to you tomorrow night, man. Uh, I won't be there, but I will be watching, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thank Looking you, my friend. To it. All right, there you go. That's Rick Hott, the head coach of those Ritchie County Rebels 3-0. and I guess Doddridge County, 3-0. and uh, Joe, I think it's going to be a really, really good football game tomorrow night. Yeah, number three versus number two in the uh, Metro News Power Rankings, and obviously both teams rating very high in this week's uh, SSAC rankings. Uh, Ritchie County at number two and Doddridge County number three. So, uh, you know, huge stakes, and obviously both of these teams, uh, if they continue to play at the level that they uh, have started out at, will be in the playoffs at season's end. But, you know, we talk about the importance of big games like this, and uh, coaches are – 
fond of the phrase, all games count the same, that that's not really the case here because this one obviously is going to uh, count significantly more with bonus points available. And, uh, yeah, all the ingredients for a very good atmosphere tomorrow night. Yeah, and I think going in, and, and Dave, uh, see if you, you agree here, the fact that, you know, someone's going to lose. Uh, one of those teams is going to come out 4-0 and and the other one's going to be 3-1. and But whichever one's 3-1, and you want it to be a very competitive game because I think even though if you'd lose that game, that would still keep your confidence up if it's a competitive ball game. Well, you know, that's what I was kind of mentioning to Coach Hot taking his team on the road. You know, if they were to stub their toe at Dodgers County tomorrow night, they've got two more road games right after that. And, you know, so they got to get right back at it the next week at Ravenswood and then South Harrison. And then on the Doddridge County side, you know, it's a ball club that uh, is coming off the bye week, and then they are home to Wirt County, and it's a Tiger ball club that um, coming in is 2-2 two and two coming into their game this weekend, and they've got Tyler Consolidated, which would be a very good game. So, you know, in both ball clubs, you have Wirt County coming right up after this. You've got Ravenswood coming up. Whoever comes out of that 3-1 and one, Tomorrow night has to get right back at it with good opponents in uh, week six. No doubt about that. Need to take a break. We come back. The head coach of the Capitol Cougars, John Carpenter, will join us. Stay with us on High School Sports Line. Coming to Morgantown this fall to watch the Mountaineers? Why not make Bridgeport your home base for every Mountaineer game day? Just down I-79 from Morgantown with an abundance of convenient lodging and fabulous local dining and shopping options. Bridgeport is the perfect spot to make game day a part of a fun and memorable weekend getaway. Learn more about all there is to do at greater-bridgeport.com. Want to take control of your company's printing costs? Call Comex Business Systems. Through our managed print services program, we can show you how you can dramatically lower the cost of your in-office printing. It's your one-source solution designed to streamline and optimize all of your office printers, helping you improve print workflow efficiencies, reduce waste, and save on printing costs. When you need office equipment, we're the ones you need to see. Comex Business Systems. Call us toll-free at 1-888-483-7440 for your free assessment. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. I have a passion for the environment. That's why I mountain bike. I love being in the woods, on near vertical trails. I relish the challenge when I can appreciate the best nature has to offer. So it was only natural that I would choose a career in the elements where I can make a difference. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. We monitor commercial vessels, making sure our ports and waterways are safe and clean from oil or other hazardous material. We patrol our fisheries and protect marine wildlife and their habitats. With all we do, it's about protecting America. This is a lot like mountain biking. It's always exciting to navigate through the next challenge. Were you born ready to protect America, our environment, our resources, our people? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. 
part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. From football to golf, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. High School Sports Line. Welcome back in on this Wednesday evening. Fred Persinger, Dave Jekyll, and Joe Bricotta with you. And now we welcome to our microphones head coach John Carpenter of those Capital Cougars. John, welcome in, buddy. Thank you. How yes, you sir. Uh, doing well, doing well. Three and one on the season. Good start. A tough loss to a very good Johnson Central Kentucky team in the first week. Since then, you've won three in a row against South Charleston, Hurricane, Parkersburg last week. We'll talk about your opponent coming up here in a moment for this week, but let's talk about the Cougars. And uh, when we were with you on game night last Friday night, uh, uh, you were just kind of telling it like it is as far as the type of offense you have. The Cougars are not going to line up and give anybody three yards in a cloud of dust. You are a big play offense, aren't you, with those athletes you have? Now, yeah, down here you you almost feel like you got to apologize for it. Like there's feel like I'm in gymnastics where there's I'm getting judged for style points or something. <laughs> uh, I thought the goal was just to put it in the end zone, but uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to get it to people who can run and let them make big plays. You're coming into the game and you knocked off Parkersburg last weekend, 35 to 13. You had seven touchdowns on offense, defense, and special teams from 40 yards or longer. And then against the Big Reds, you had an 85-yard uh, run by Sean James. Take Halloway went in from 68 yards out, uh, scoring pass at 51 yards. And um, and I wanted to ask you about the quarterback. 51 yards and 39 yards through the air on touchdown passes. And tell me a little bit about this quarterback, Evan Landers. He was 18 of 21 for 197 yards and three touchdowns last weekend. And and tell me what you got there under center in, in the young man Landers. He just uh, he's a uh, you ever been in Southern West Virginia? Yes, sir. Well, he's he's a Southern West Virginia kid. He uh, he don't care for nothing and. Uh, He's just as fun to be around as, as anybody you've ever had. Uh, you know, he don't get caught up in too much of the style or anything like that. He just throws it, and uh, he, he is fun to be around and uh, going to be pretty good. You got one of his targets that uh, just uh, verbally committed to VMI and Chance Knox and uh, talked to you about him uh, earlier in the se- or prior to the season. And, uh, you know, he may not be uh, the, the, the biggest guy on the team, but how excited are you to uh, see him take his game to the FCS level? Oh, it's it's really cool because he's uh, the hardest working kid I've ever been around, and uh, and I'm you know I, you you want him to be recognized for that and get an opportunity to change his life and with the free education he's got it you know and uh, he's done everything you're supposed to do he can uh, I don't, it, it amazed me that it took this long but uh, but his hard work paid off and 
you just take a plum to death for You know, Chance Knox is 5'10", 170 pounds, and the Kedats have said that uh, they want him to also return kicks like he does for you guys, but also kind of step in there at that slot receiver spot. And and how do you see his game transitioning, Coach, from from high school at Capitol into uh, being a slot receiver kick returner for VMI? No, I mean, that's that's what God designed that kid to do, and uh, I think he can do it anywhere. And, uh, and he found some place that he's happy in. Uh, he's going to get rid of his earrings and cover up his tattoo and uh, fit right in. Well, good. I <laughs> didn't, didn't know he had earrings or tattoos. Do you, do you have <laughs> – I don't want to know that. Um, let's talk about. I got tattoos. Yeah, I, well, I, I was going to ask about the earrings, but I've seen you several times. I don't remember seeing any, so we're safe yeah. there. Let's talk about the opponent uh, coming up on Friday night. Cabell Midland, uh, always tough. Uh, you mentioned uh, mentally it's a tough place to play when we talked to you last Friday night. Let's talk about the personnel. Uh, that Luke Sammons has down there. Obviously, uh, they play in the same league you guys do. They play roughly the same team, so to still be undefeated, they got to be decent. Uh, what have you seen on film uh, in preparing for Cabell Midland this week? I, you know, same thing you always see. They play extremely hard, run the football, and uh, you know, I think every team he's ever had looks the same. Uh, craziest thing we've ever seen, but uh, you know, like I say, they're always good. Um, you know, you got Somebody told me a while ago they haven't played a pass in four games or maybe one pass. So, uh, that's what you tell your kids. You can't like getting in a fist fight. You go, you know, not going to be finesse about it. But, uh, but it's fun, you know, after you get past the yelling and screaming before the game. <laughs> their, uh, their chaplain uh, threw me out of a prayer down there a couple of years ago, I remember. <laughs> Is that the first uh, time? That is that the first time John Carpenter's ever been thrown out of a prayer? Yeah, as a matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of hurt my feelings. We were down playing the semifinal game. Their pastor came out and a couple coaches going to pray. I said, "Well, I'll get in there with you." He said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I think I would rather. That's not very Christ-like. But I, would, <laughs> I would rather talk with John Carpenter than anybody in the state of West Virginia. <laughs> Hey, anyway, hey, i got to ask you something before we get more serious on something. I remember – Dave, help me out. Was it a couple of years ago? I, I know or something? What, yeah, I know what you're Was the tell. bus going in the river or yeah, something? I told <laughs> Joe that during the break. He had not heard that story. You are coming out of the UHS, University yeah, High uh, that's where it was. playoff game. I think you made a left instead of a right, and we had you on the broadcast, and all of a sudden you had to go because the, the bus was going in the river. That was yeah, one. I, just, I, I know you thought I just wanted to get off the phone, but that was real. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Looks uh, like a Scooby Doo. We got down there in the hog rolled in, and I thought it was a train, and uh, it was a barge, and, uh, and we were just—I don't know—ten, fifteen feet from hitting the water. So. That's, that's one of the more classic stories I've had on game night forever. Now, <laughs> but that was great. Let's let's get back to this game coming up Friday night. What are you? It's fifth game of the season. Are, are you okay? I know bumps and bruises. You get that, but everything. Everybody okay going into the game? Yeah, we're uh, we're in good shape and uh, healthy as you can be. I guess uh, I guess uh, not getting to practice in August kind of our legs are fresh. <laughs> hey, hey, coach, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on Friday, and that was uh, Tay Calloway being back with the program. He was with you as a freshman, then South Charleston and Nitro, and and he leads your team in rushing and gives you kind of that. Uh, you talk about. Evan Landers at quarterback, but but you get that breakaway back and take Halloway in the backfield and, and talk about 
First of all, the young man just being able to play in the three different programs and now back to you guys this year and, and his ability to soak up offenses and come in and play well. Uh, you know, he was he knew when he was in ninth grade he was still a big, great player. And, um, and we get a lot of kids go through that, you know, that, uh, you know, it's hard to sit and wait your turn. And, uh, you know, and he, uh, I don't know, kind of got duped into the riches of uh, greener grass, but, and, uh, but you know, tickled death having back. And that's why I told him you ain't had much to cheer for for two years. So, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> he's excited to be back and doing a great job. John, we had uh, Huntington's Billy Seals on earlier and asked him about Darnell Wright, who's obviously excelling. Uh, what's it like to see one of your guys and Kerry Martin do so well on Saturdays and be such a, a big part of uh, what WBU is doing this year? Oh, really awesome. You know, I think if you're a, you know, I'm a West Virginia kid, and, uh, you know, I think when you coach um, football in West Virginia, that's what you want to see. You want to see one of your kids in you know, West Virginia or, or Marshall, either one. And uh, so it's really neat to uh, – you know, I don't think it, and it probably really hadn't even set in. Really, I think you, you know. I think at this point, you really think it's fake. You know, it's not happening. But <laughs> it's, uh, but it's, you know, it's it's really neat to see him in that uniform. John, what do you think about? It? And and I I get uh, different responses from different coaches. You're in the MSAC, and we talk about it a lot. But you know, let's be fair here. You just played. You're just coming off of a win from against Parkersburg. You got Cabell Midland Friday night. Then you got Spring Valley. Then you got Huntington. Both those games on the road, and, and it just keeps going and going and going. You like this tough schedule every week. Got to get your kids up every week to play, don't you? Well, I made, I made somebody mad. You can tell for put all three of them in the road. <laughs> I know. I saw that, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's neat. You know, I think uh, I don't think it's uh, I don't like it during the week. <laughs> you know, I mean, getting ready for it. But I think when Friday comes and. Um, you know, and I, I have a hard, you know, that's what, you know, Mr. Giles didn't, he told me a long time ago, I didn't hire you to come here and get playoff shirts and, you know, have his eyes print them off, sell them. That's not what you're here, you're here to win. So, um, and, you know, and I think you got to play good competition every week to, to push yourself. We don't, we don't get to go uh, schedule down games, you know, and I, and I think that's, um, like I said, it's not fun during the week, but it is fun, you know, to go out and compete against the best every week. All right, my friend. Big game Friday night, but they're all big. Let's be fair; they're all big. Three and one on the season so far. It's a, for me, it's a typical capital year. You're winning and winning and winning, and that's what I'm used to seeing. Best of luck on Friday night when you travel down to Ona. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. There you go, John Carpenter, the head coach of the Capital Cougars. And guys, I'm about that. I would rather interview that guy. I don't know what he's going to say to me, but. I would rather interview him than just about anybody else because, I mean, he he is fun to be around. I, I wonder what it's like playing for him. Well, I have no doubt I, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I just, it, it has to be, doesn't it? And that's the first time I'd heard the uh, University High bus story. So that, 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 but Dave gave me a good preview of you it, but it was good to hear the firsthand account. You should have been with us firsthand oh, when it was happening. Dave and I. <laughs> it was something like, oh, my, oh, my, we're going in the river, and then the phone clicked <laughs> off. <laughs> I looked at Dave, and Dave looked at me, and I'm thinking, that just happened. That just happened. It's real. And then we finally got back with him. He was fine. He's back on the road, and he's good to go. But, I mean, that was a classic story. To hear, oh, greatest to hear it happen, or hear it, have it happen right as you were listening to it originally, it was like, 
It was classic. Yeah, and I, he had to relive it. He did a great job. Yeah. He did a great job reliving it for us. Hey, we need to take a break. We come back, and, uh, ooh, we're going to head to Minor Mountain. I think that's one of the greatest names. And every time you talk to somebody, hey, they're coming to Minor Mountain this week. We'll tell you about Minor Mountain when we return on High School Sports Line. Stay with us. High school football is back in the Mountain State, and no one covers the action like Metro News. Join Travis Jones, Joe Bercato, and Kyle Wiggs this season for our live HD video coverage on the Metro News channel at WVMetroNews.com, presented by Chick-fil-A. Join us for a class single-A matchup this Thursday night as Doddridge County hosts Ritchie County at 7 p.m. High school football on Metro News, presented by Chick-fil-A, live at WVMetroNews.com. Don't miss it. Where you go in life starts with you. Start by checking out Concord University. At Concord, we'll prepare you for that job you've always wanted or the career of your dreams. We'll prepare you for grad or professional school and we'll even consider your work experience for college credit or assist you with paying for your education using your military benefits. We have a host of federal and state financial aid, grants and scholarships, and you may qualify. Remember, where you go in life starts with you. You should start with Concord University, Athens, Beckley, and online. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer. Because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer. And not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit LungCancerProfiles.com to learn more. That's LungCancerProfiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. From soccer to cross country, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back into High School Sports Line on a Wednesday night. Fred Persinger alongside Dave Jekyllin and Joe Bricado getting ready for week number five 
of the high school football season. We welcome in to our sports microphones head coach Josh Sammons of the Miners of Mingo Central. Josh, welcome in, buddy. Hey, glad to be here. Glad three three and one on the season. Nice win last week over a very good Sissonville ball club. You beat Logan. You beat Wayne. And uh, the only loss was the first game of the season on a Saturday down in Pikeville, Kentucky. So uh, you've got the Miners uh, playing the way you want them to play. I said coming into that last break, every time you turn around, and I've been very fortunate, I've been to Miner Mountain. That's uh, – Boy, that is a unique, beautiful place, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we got one of the best places to play in the state, I think. You know, it's a beautiful place up on the mountain. Um, great atmosphere up there. You know, what what we've built there, I think it, it's something special. Coach, I want to take you back to uh, last week's game just real quick. It was a game against Sissonville. You won it 33-14, to and uh, they had a quarterback at Sissonville, and Parker Shamblin threw for 258 yards, and your quarterback, Dalen Goad, threw for 312. What a performance the quarterbacks put on last week in that win that you had at home over the Indians. Yeah, you know, I thought we'd come out and play good. I thought we played great run defense. Um, you know, offense come out and started out a little slow, but we kind of got a click in there in the second quarter and the second half. You know, it's a, it's always a, it's always a tough game when you play Sissonville. They we, we know what we're going to get year to year with them. Um, but overall, you know, I, I was happy with how uh, you know, how Dalen played and uh, how Drew Hatfield played. You know, it's always always good to get him the ball and see what he can do. But I'm, overall, I was very happy. Your total offense totals in the last three games: four ninety seven, five sixty four, and four thirty eight. Is there room for improvement after that? Oh, yeah, you know, we always, you know, that's what we talk about week to week. You know, we always come in on uh, talking Sunday coach-wise. We always we always think there's room for improvement. You know, we're always thinking we didn't play the way we should have played. Um, so, you know, we're always trying to get better. And it's the same thing week to week, and I thought like there's always room for improvement. Yeah, you talk about that offense for a second. 63 plays uh, from scrimmage last week. Now, for a high school team, that's a, that's a pretty good number of plays. Shot, Josh. Yeah, you know that's that's about what we've averaged the past three to four years. When we've moved to the, moved to this spread system, you know, Coach Fields uh, kind of brought in here and uh, established. That's what we're kind of known at known for. Um, you know, that's what we we like to average right around sixty plays. You know, I feel like if we get there, then we're we're, we're having success that night. You mentioned a second ago about getting the ball in Drew Hatfield's hands. He had uh, in your win at Logan, one hundred and twenty-seven yards and two touchdowns last week against Sissonville. Uh, three more touchdowns, 212 yards, and and talk about what it is when he gets that football in his hands. It makes him so tough to bring down. I mean, you 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 guys know it, and everybody across the state knows that he 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 can he can just he can make plays. You know, that's why we try to give him the ball as much as we can. We're not gonna try. We're not gonna waste downs. As you know, it's what me and Coach Fields always say. Um, but we're trying to get him the ball as much as we can because you know when the, when that ball touches his hands, it, it could be a touchdown at every play. You open the season with a loss at Pikeville, Kentucky, and that's a team that's gone five and zero and is one of the top squads in Kentucky. How difficult was it to get the guys refocused on a short week uh, for your next game, and and how have they responded since that loss? Yeah, you know, we we come in on Monday, you know, and talk to the guys. Hey, you know, that that game's over; it's behind us. We're going to move on to Wayne here, and we're going to we're going to get better and try to win these next nine ball games put ourselves in a good spot for the playoffs. And I think they uh, they responded well. and uh, they, know, they knew they didn't play good that first week, and they kind of wanted to put it behind them and kind of rebound. And I think they did a good job with that. Talking with head coach Josh Sammons of the Miners of Mingo Central. Coming in 
to this season, Josh, you knew you had some really, really good kids on offense. Uh, I mean, we've been talking about Dalen for forever, and he's still just a junior, but that tells you how good that kid is. you got the Hatfield kids. How important was it for your ball club uh, when that young man moved in from Kentucky, Isaiah Birchfield? Uh, you know, he he actually ended up he ended up going back to Belfry. You know, he, oh, did he? he's at Belfry now. Yeah, son yeah. of a gun. He had some speed, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, he's a good, he's a good player, but yeah, he he's back at Belfry. Well, maybe he didn't like all those tough practices you had, man. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about the polka dots coming to Minor Mountain on Friday night. Uh, undefeated ball club. They're they're playing extremely well. What have you seen on film? Yeah, you know they're a, they're a very well coached ball team, very physical. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys know, and everybody across the state knows. You know, Ethan Payne is a he's a uh, he's a workhorse. You know, he's hard to tackle. They're going to get him the ball just like the way we try to get Drew Hatfield the ball, and uh, we got to get to him and make tackles. We know it's going to be a very physical game, and I think our guys are ready for the challenge and uh, ready to get after it on Friday. Now, in that win you had uh, against Sissonville, you had five sacks on defense. And you had a freshman who's going to have to have a big game for you, obviously, coming up this weekend, a defensive end. Is it Keen Maynard, six tackles and three behind the line of scrimmage? And what's making him such a young, good minor early on in his career? Well, that was actually that was actually the uh, Chase Smith. You know, our, our, our stat guy had the, okay. uh, Apologize. Had, had the name wrong, yeah. That's my part. That's my brother's fault, and I'm gonna put that blame on him. Well, I, I, I was doing my show prep, and a coach, I saw that in there, and I wanted to ask you about it. So uh, anyway, but but maybe talk about who the young man was who had those three plays behind the line of scrimmage. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's my brother's fault, like I said. Um, but yeah, Chase Smith, he he stepped up and, he, and he's played really well. He's a he's a junior this year for us. Um, you know, he he's a transfer in from Tug Valley. And he stepped up to the plate, and he's helped, he's helped us out uh, big time on both sides of the ball. D- defensively, and I know that uh, talking to you prior to the season, some of your youth showed up on defense last year, but your last three games, 16 points allowed, 6 points allowed, and 14 points allowed. Obviously a great test coming up with Polka, but how much has your defense improved throughout the season? You know, it's, it's, it's improved, you know, uh, much like we wanted it to. Cause we had a lot of young guys playing last year, and, you know those, those games and that experience helps out, and it's shown. Uh, you know we're playing great run defense right now, and I hope it carries over to this week. And we're trying to still improve with our pass defense. Um, but overall, you know I'm I'm really happy with it. Like you said, there's six, it's fourteen, and uh, can't remember what else you said. But I, I'm very, very, very happy with how we're playing. You got to be thrilled with just you know out of the shoot. You know, as you mentioned, that your kids didn't play well that that first Saturday night, that last Saturday night in August. But since then, uh, I know Wayne's been a little down, Logan's down, but Sissonville came in very good. You, you take it week after week, and all you can control is what you guys do, and that's getting prepared every week. You feel like since this is Wednesday night, you're pretty prepared for Friday night already. Yeah, you know, I feel I feel good about our better game plan. You know, me and Coach Fields and Coach Harrison, we've uh, feel like we've got a good game plan. You know, we try to have a good one going in week to week, but we feel really confident about this one. And just that's what we tell our guys. You know, it's, we can only control what we control, just like you said, Fred. So uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. What's the key? I mean, obviously, we talk about Mingo Central. We've talked a lot about your offense. You talked about Ethan Payne, and they're coming to your place on Friday. But but when you kind of boil it down in your mind and coach salmons at mingos at uh, mingo central what is it what's the key on friday night what's just got to happen right for your team 
you know, we talk we talk this week to week. It's all about I think controlling the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You know, offensive line and defensive line. That's where it all starts, and that's where it's all going to finish at. So I think if you win up front, you'll be successful that night. You mentioned uh, having Coach Fields back on staff, and obviously he's been uh, a key to the program's success over the last couple of years, going all the way back to uh, 2017. What's it like to have him back with the team? Oh, it's great to have Coach back. I mean, it's a it's a it's a burden lifted off my shoulders for less I have to do. You know, he's he's controlling all the offense, and I'm I'm focusing on defense now. So I feel like we're a lot better prepared going in week to week, and uh, you know, it's always good to have your best buddy back and. Uh, you know, we, it's it's uh, it's something special. You know, we he's been there since the school's been open, and uh, me and him graduated together. So it's we got a good bond, and it's 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 something that I, I really enjoyed. All right, buddy. I, I tell you what, just hearing you talk, and uh, like I say, I I was fortunate. I, I came to Minor Mountain uh, during a basketball season one year to to give an award, and that is, and I can hear it in your voice. That's family up there on the mountain, isn't it? I mean. Uh, from the coaching staff to uh, the, everyone that attends the games and everything else, uh, it is just a family. And when opposing teams come into Minor Mountain, they know uh, they got to beat the crowd too. That's exactly. You know, we always try to encourage our crowds. Like you said, we're one big family. Um, but we, you know, we got a great environment up here on the hill, and we, and we try to take advantage of that week to week. And we try to, you know, preach that to our kids. You know, this is, this is our house. We don't lose the home. And, and um, that's you know that's kind of what we try to let them know and try to pass it on to those you know the future generation. Let them know it, this this is what it, this is what it's all it's all about up here on the hill. There you go. Hey buddy, appreciate your time. Really do. Best of luck on Friday night against those polka dots. Okay. I appreciate you guys. There you go, head coach Josh Sammons of Mingo Central up on Minor Mountain. Let's turn our attention now to head coach Zach Smith and the undefeated Pendleton County team. Coach, good start to the season so far. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on tonight. All right. When you look at your Wildcats, you are right now 3-0 and on the season. You've had a real good start uh, with Petersburg and Pocahontas County and, and at Bath County, or Bath County was your place last week. Uh, Southern Garrett, Maryland. We'll talk about that ball club here in just a second. But uh, what so far have you been really pleased with other than the record for your ball club? Um. Just the commitment that these guys have had to our team. Um, we have some real competitors. They love the game of football, and that's really just stood out. We have a gritty bunch this year we knew coming in, um, losing eight seniors last year that we probably uh, – we had a quarterback last year, Cole Puffenberger, that threw it uh, 25 to 30 times a game, and uh, – we knew that we probably weren't going to put up that many points, but we were going to play good defense, and, and we've still been able to put up some points, and uh, defenses came right along, and just really pleased with those guys. Um, great effort so far. Coach, you, uh, as Fred mentioned, you had the win over Bath County, Virginia, 43-6 to last weekend. You had the first week of the season off, so you played three straight weeks. The game against Pocahontas mm-hmm. County, it was the one road game so far this year. You went at 21-14 to and uh, scored the game-winning touchdown with five minutes to play. So that was a tight game midway through the fourth quarter. What got your Wildcats over the uh, the hump on the road to Pocahontas County back a couple weeks ago with that touchdown with five minutes to go? Yeah, that's, that's always 
uh, a really important game for us week three and and playing up at Pocahontas County is is a difficult place to play um, and and that's actually been the first time that we've won at Pocahontas since 2009 so that was that was pretty big for us and uh, to talk about that game in the first half offensively we were struggling um, we we had a couple drives but they would uh, be cut short because of penalties or whatnot. In the second half, we we really turned things around. Um, they, they had a, a muff snap on the uh, ten yard line, which gave us our first score. And then we just got in, a, in an offensive set and got going. And and really, that's a credit to our offensive line. We were able to run the ball in the second half and and took control of the game that way. And, I told the boys at the end of that game, it's it's always great to win, but to win a game in the in the fourth quarter with you know five minutes to go, that's that says a lot about your team. So. We're joined by Pendleton County head coach Zach Smith and uh, the coach. The new rankings come out yesterday from the SSAC, and we know there's there's two months left in the regular season. There's seven games for you guys left, but to see yourselves at number one, what was the reaction of the guys? Uh, Tuesday, I had five of them come up to me, and they they were all excited about our number one ranking. and And I told them, you know, that that's fantastic, guys. This is probably a first ever in school history, and I, I was excited for them. And with that being said, I, I still told them and reminded them the the only ranking that matters is the one that comes out week eleven. So try to stay humble and and stay focused one week at a time and one game at a time. Yeah, but come on, Zach. Be 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 honest with me here. You know, when when they turned around and went out of your office, I bet you went, Yes, number one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in all seriousness, tell me about this Friday night. You go on the road uh, to Oakland, Maryland, the Rams of Southern Garrett. Uh what do you know about them? Uh just tradition. They have uh, a really nice program from all the way up through Pee Wee to the middle school ball and and up through ninth grade and um they they do a good job of doing what they do and they they run wing t and and that's kind of their uh bread and butter um so they're they're going to be physical and i've been telling my guys all week you know we need to win up front win the line of scrimmage and uh if we do that we're going to be okay so have you had a similar opponent as Southern Garrett on your calendar or on your schedule already this year? Something kind of can point back to where they run a similar scheme to someone else you've already played? No, not this year. Well, Petersburg did run. They ran a similar set. They're running some wing T now, so somewhat in the Petersburg game. Um, and I guess referring back to Pocahontas a little bit in their physicality, but uh, we know – Southern Garrett was really good last year. They made the, uh, I think it's the single way playoffs in Maryland last year. I think they finished around eight and two. I know they lost some seniors, but they're going to be returning some, and and uh, they're just going to uh, again be physical. And it, it's a game that we need to get this week. Zach, I know Isaiah Gardner meant a lot last year as a sophomore. Uh, how has he kind of handled uh, an increased role this year? Uh, he's done tremendous. Um, he's accounted for for nine of our touchdowns already, six through the air and three rushing. Um, 
he's just a, a dynamic kid, a, a pure athlete, and uh, he's a he's a dual, dual threat kid, and he can beat you with his arm, and he'd probably rather beat you with his legs because he's he's electric when he gets the ball in his hands, and uh, he, he's he's really stepped up, and he continues to grow as a player and and as a kid. So. All right, my friend, always a pleasure to get to talk with you, Zach. Best of luck. Keep this season moving forward, okay, buddy? All right. Thank you, guys. There you go, Head Coach Zach Smith of Pendleton County. The Wildcats 3-0, and looking for win number four as they travel to Oakland, Maryland this Friday night. Need to take our final break. We come back, we'll select our AAA and AA Chick-fil-A Games of the Week. Stay with us on Sportsline. Saturday, September 28th, head to Marlinton, West Virginia to experience a wild and wacky West Virginia roadkill cook-off. Chefs from around the Mid-Atlantic face off to make the best dish using vittles that could be roadkill. It's not real roadkill. Browse the unique vendors at the Autumn Harvest Festival while enjoying music from Appalachian Bluegrass Forefather at the Hammonds Family Musical Celebration. The Mountain Nature Center will host the Cranberry Shindig Sunday, September 29th with Appalachia's most talented artist. It's happening here. Nature's Mountain Playground, Pocahontas County, West Virginia. I'm Joe White, Executive Director of the West Virginia School Service Personnel Association. Our members are the backbone of the education system. We have been serving West Virginia since 1965. Over 8,000 members strong with locals in all 55 counties and our state employee affiliates. WVSSPA, bigger, better, stronger. Always a strong voice and the right choice. Join our family today. Go to WVSSPA.org for more information. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Our country's recession has taken its toll on almost everyone, but it's been much tougher on those who are already barely surviving in one of the poorest regions of America. For more than 40 years, Appalachia Service Project has been sharing the love of Christ with thousands of poor and desperate families in Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia. We uh, didn't have any toiletries or any shampoo or anything, and it was real hard trying to you know, deal with everything. No one if you gonna have anything. Won't you help today? You can bring joy by giving a family the gift of a new roof or insulation to keep children warm, indoor plumbing, even electricity, and so much more. Please give a financial gift of any amount today by contacting Appalachia Service Project at ASPHome.org. That's ASPHome.org. Or call 1-866-998-3907. Hannah complained of a headache. It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. Within a few days, Hannah was in treatment because we were told that the tumor was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. So we've essentially put our lives in South Africa on hold. Incredibly blessed to be here. St. Jude is an asset to the world. The research that is developed here is offered freely to the rest of the medical world. The entire way that the place operates is just to give and to care. I think it's the kind of place that not only stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer, but I think it could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. And I think if those lessons could be learned even in their most basic form, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. 
Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. The Sports Talk continues on the High School Sports Line from Metro News. Welcome back into the program. Final few minutes uh, before we select our AA, AAA games of the week. One note, uh, I had an opportunity uh, this week. If uh, you were looking at some of the earlier schedules, uh, Point Pleasant was scheduled to play Sycamore out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, when I saw that game had been canceled, I um, got on the phone and I, I sent text to uh, David Darst, the head coach, and I said, Coach, give me a second, uh, give me a call. He called right back, and I said, Hey, I want to hear it from you. Why the cancellation? And uh, he said that they were uh, duped, if you will, to begin with. Uh, he was told, he said, that the team from Cincinnati uh, was a team that was going to be made up of kids that, for some reason, just uh, – couldn't make it in high school. It's going to be for underprivileged kids and kids that were struggling and things like that. And he said he come to find out he did a little more research on it. And it was actually a prep school. Kids had actually graduated already from high school, some of them. So uh, he said there's just no way that uh, you know, legally they could have played that team. So they just canceled it. Now, guys, that puts Point Pleasant with eight games this year. And they've already lost one time. Uh, Class AA, not real easy to get in at eight and two let alone six and two. So uh, it's going to be a tough schedule for them. Yeah, we were actually just talking about that during the break, as a matter of fact, Fred, as well. I brought a story in from the uh, Gazette and had kind of had looked at that as well. You know, it's interesting, too, because that same school on October 4th is scheduled to play Hedgesville at Hedgesville. So no no word that I have seen yet as to what uh, Hedgesville is doing. Point Pleasant had used some WVSSAC rules and insurance liabilities mm-hmm. to invoke a breach of contract claim. Yeah, he said there's just no the way game. they could be covered yeah. in case yeah. uh, a 19-year-old kid hurt one of his kids or whatever. Right, and so. so I would think if that was the case on the Point Pleasant side, I'm curious yeah. as to see what happens there on the Hedgesville side for the same thing on October 4th. So it's going to be interesting. We'll yep. watch, uh, certainly, uh, and David was kind of upfront about it. Uh, he... Uh, you know, it's, it's tough getting a schedule for them. Uh, he has certain uh, goals and everything and about who his kids will play. And, uh, you know, you just have to see what happens. And we'll, we'll follow it, though, for you throughout the course of the season. All right, Class AAA, Chick-fil-A, Game of the Week. AAA is loaded with <laughs> <I know>. games. <laughs> Zanesville, Ohio, 4-0 and against Wheeling Park. You've got Marietta at 3-1 and at Parkersburg. I mean, they just go on and on and on, Joe, but... You get really much past the game at the top of the board. It's kind of uh, when you see Cabell Midland and Capital right at the top there, kind of puts you in in permanent ink right there. Yeah, I think so too. I want to mention those others just because I knew there was no chance we were going to be on the Cougars <laughs> and the Knights. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have said, you know. I didn't even get to some of the like South Charleston, Huntington, huge game for the Black Eagles. GW has won a couple in a row. They've got Spring Valley. I mean, my goodness, the games go on and on in AAA this weekend. Yeah, it seemed like uh, there was one week we couldn't find a, a good game, and now we've got them all. So yeah. that, that happens sometimes. So our class, Chick-fil-A class, AAA game of the week is Capital at Cabell Midland. Cabell Midland. Greg Carey with coverage on Friday night. Oh, is he going to be there, too? Yes. Okay. All right. I need to get Greg to go to places where we're not going to be somewhere. I need to get him to cover games that we don't have anybody. You know? Where are you going to be Friday night? 
uh, at hopefully will be the Class AA game of the week, Polka and Mingo Central. Oh, well, that's got to be. Well, with the music already on, I guess that's it. But, <laughs> no. but Kaiser and Nicholas County have an interesting matchup as well. It would have been, and a couple of others in there as well, but still, I'm like you guys. I, I, it has to be going to Minor Mountain for the undefeated Dots. We will see what happens. Boy, it was a jam-packed show. We appreciate all the coaches that came on with us. Don't forget, we got game night coming up Friday night. Don't forget, tomorrow night on WVMetroNews.com, the Metro News Channel, Richie County at Doddridge County. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you then. Line on Metro News has been brought to you by Concord University. Hashtag, it starts with you. And by Comax Business Systems, your full-service Konica Minolta dealer. Stay connected with your favorite school every Wednesday night on the High School Sports Line and online anytime at WVMetroNews.com. The High School Sports Line is an exclusive presentation of the Metro News Radio Network, the voice of West Virginia. All rights reserved.